This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. I was a young man, radios were never allowed. So in the kitchen, you never had radios. There I started my career in the punk era. And I've got to say, I did like the Pistols. I did like the Ramones. And every so often I heard them, it sort of takes me back to my time at the George, the Hotel St. George in Harrogate. An interesting time was the sort of mid to late 70s. Yeah, when I left school, I left school on Friday the 17th of March. And I started work in the kitchen on the 20th. I was born into very humble beginnings. And boys in those days who were born into humble beginnings tended to follow their father's footsteps. My father, my grandfather, my uncles, they were cooks in the hotels. And so therefore, I walked down that same road. You know... A blue-collar world. I was 16 years old when I walked into the Hotel St. George. It was an interesting world. I was the errand boy for the chef. I used to run every day to William Hills and back. I knew more about the horses than I knew about food. My mother died when I was six. I have great memories of my mother. And my mother was a, you know, a very romantic woman. And you know, a very kind woman. and A very creative woman. A very giving woman. A my mother used to make this sort of spaghetti, which I suppose was quick and easy, and when mum had had a busy day doing the laundry and the washing, the cleaning and the housekeeping, and it sort of a 10-minute pasta where she would slice garlic, chop onions, fry it in a generous amount of olive oil, add tomato puree. There was bacon in there as well, so it was garlic, onions and bacon cooked without colour in olive oil and sort of a generous amount of tomato puree mixed in with the olive oil and the bacon and the onions and the garlic, and then add the pasta once it was cooked. And it was absolutely delicious. And I remember one day I sort of ended up at a certain food critic's house who was, in those days, he was the most powerful food critic in Britain. He was the food critic of the Sunday Times, a man called Jonathan Meads. Saturday Times, sorry, not Sunday Times. And it was New Year's Day and there was very little in his fridge. He said, what can we cook, Marco? What can we cook? And he had other friends there and other chefs there. And so I looked into the fridge and I saw some bacon, some onions, some garlic. So I made this dish for him, which my mother used to make. Two years later, he wrote this re- this article on me in the kitchen with him. And he said to me, he said, the day I realised Marco Pierre White was a genius in the kitchen was when he came into my kitchen and he sort of found some garlic, found an onion, found a bit of bacon, 
made pasta tomato puree. And he made the most sensational pasta dish ever. And I thought to myself, Jonathan, I'm not the genius. It was my mother's recipe. You know, the only reason I remember it is because my father used to make it after my mother's death. But I never had the courage in those days to say, by the way, this was mum's dish. But it was mum's dish. And it was her way when she'd had a hard day, as I say, doing all the housework and everything, of feeding her sons. What type of father do I think I am? Well, like, firstly, I believe no matter how much we love our children, we will harm them in some way or another, in the sense that we can be overspoiling, overprotective. We can be neglectful. We can lack in support. I think my crime was that I was overprotective. I think I was overspoiling, um, overgiving. Because, you know, for me, I wanted to give my sons and my daughters everything that I never had whether it's love, whether it's clothes, time, you know. And so I think for a parent to get it right is very difficult and it's a very fine line. And, you know, if I'm guilty of anything, it was over-loving, over-caring, over-kind, very spoiling. But I I think it's very important to give children an education. I make risotto, I make pasta, I do things with my sons, you know. is It's like my son Luciano, I mean, on Christmas Day... You know, I roasted, I roasted a capon and then I made a white truffle risotto with it and you showed him how to make the roasting juices with, from the capon. And, you know, it's just keeping food simple. It's, you know, it's about the moment, really. If you have a dream, then you have a duty and a responsibility to yourself to make it come true. It's as simple as that. And to make dreams come true, you have to work hard. We live in a world where lots of people have that sense of entitlement. That's why I go to work seven days a week. I've never had that sense of entitlement. I like making things. I like working. I've never had a job. It's always been a way of life. There's lots of people who've inspired me. There's lots of people who've guided me. There's lots of people who've been kind to me, opened doors for me. But the one person who made all my dreams come true was a memory of my mother and the time spent with her. That's where I took all my inspiration. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown, just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty. How can you lose? The lights are much brighter there. You can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go downtown. Things will be great when you're downtown. No final place for sure. Don't hang around and let your problems surround you. There are movie shows downtown. Maybe you know some little places to go to where they never close. Downtown, just listen to the rhythm of a gentle bossa nova. 
Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.